Hi, everybody, and welcome to another session of the Infrastructures Code podcast. I'm your host for today, Ohad Meislish. You can follow me at DevOps Ohad. You can go and watch more sessions of the Infrastructures Code podcast at the IAC podcast at Twitter or the IACpodcast.com, the website. Today, we have an amazing guest. We have Amir Jerby, CTO and co-founder of Aqua Security. Hi, Amir. Hello, Ohad. Hi. Hi, great seeing you. Thank you for coming today. You have a lot to share. You and your co-founder built an amazing company. Tell us a little bit about yourself and about Aqua Security. Sure. So, um, hi, everyone. Amir Jerby. I'm the CTO and co-founder of Aqua. Started Aqua October 2015, right? so about seven years ago. Uh, we started uh, mainly doing container security. You know, back then, containers just started with Docker and companies were looking for uh, ways to adapt them. And security was one of the big things. How do you secure uh, containers? Um, and then, you know, after a while, uh, we added more and more capabilities. We added uh, Kubernetes. Uh, we added uh, cloud. We added scanning. And I'm sure, Road, that we're going to talk about that as well. Amazing. Just for you are not aware of Aqua Security, you, you obviously do a lot in security, cloud-native security, more developer-focused security. You're doing very well. You're 600 employees, maybe more now? Yes, uh, about 600 employees. I'm based in Tel Aviv, Israel. So here for me, it's uh, already night. Uh, and the current company has a headquarter also in uh, Boston and offices in Israel and India. Amazing journey from scratch to 600 and growing fast. And obviously a lot of uh, you know, cloud DevOps engineers need solutions for security and aqua security is definitely the best or one of the best options to explore. So yeah, you've started with Docker, you moved to uh, Kubernetes, but today we try to focus more about Terraform, CloudFormation, infrastructure as code. Amazing that you're doing that as well. Can you may, maybe let's start with your main open source, Trivi. For those of you who still didn't check Trivi, you must go and check it out. It already has like 1,600 or 17,000, 16,000, excuse me, or 17,000 GitHub stars. Uh, so a lot of people use it and like it. Tell us about your amazing open source, Trivi, Amir. So Trivi started about three years ago, maybe three and a half years ago. Um, it started as a vulnerability scanner, right? Open source vulnerability scanner, uh, focused on container images. So, you know, back then, think about Aqua. We, we are providing security for uh, cloud native and containers. Uh, and in the domain of cloud native and, con and containers, there are two major parts uh, for doing security. There is security that you do as you are building the container images. Sometimes it's called shift left, where you are trying to find vulnerabilities, misconfigurations, malware, right, as part of the build system. And there is the security that you are doing for the runtime. As you are running the containers, you are trying to identify malicious activities and, of course, stop them from happening. So Trivi fitted fantastic into the shift left paradigm. So... Developers, you know, writing their own Docker files, building container images, 
And as they are doing that, before shipping the container image to production, they were looking for tools that will help them evaluate the security of that container image. And Trivi, the way it works, you, you basically integrate Trivi in, into the CI-CD. Jenkins, GitHub Actions, uh, Bitbucket pipelines, you know, whatever. Uh, and as you are building your container image, basically you are running a Trivi step. What Trivi does, it will, it will open up your container image. It will look for all of the operating system packages, all of the programming languages, uh, and then compare them against a, a database of known vulnerabilities. Right? So for example, if you have a Node.js of a specific version, and this Node.js is known to be vulnerable, Trivi will tell you, hey, you're using this version of Node.js. It's vulnerable. Please update it to the latest and greatest. And it happens very often that you have uh, tons of, uh, of vulnerabilities. And, and you said about active scanning as well. So let's say uh, I'm using the right Node.js versions and I'm using the right uh, Docker-based images. And then I deploy that code, deploy those Docker images to my Kubernetes cluster in uh, EKS, for example. Do you help customers um, prevent security runtime errors as well? Yes, uh, absolutely. Because you know, at the end of the day, uh, we see a lot of uh, cases where you don't have vulnerabilities, but still uh, customers are getting attacked, right? Whether it's a zero day, whether it's a misconfiguration. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, you need to shift left in order to reduce uh, the attack surface and to reduce the, those security issues. But you also need something at your runtime that will monitor and prevent attacks. Uh, for that, actually, we have another open source project. It's called Tracy, T-R-A-C-E-E, Tracy. What Tracy does, it monitors all of the runtime activity. It, it monitors uh, containers and even uh, regular uh, Linux uh, uh, VMs. And if it identifies malicious activities, it will notify you. It will give you an event, whether it's a webhook, a Slack message, Teams, uh, all of that. So together with Trivi, they pretty much complete each other. Trivi shifting left, identifying uh, misconfigurations, vulnerabilities, secrets uh, before you move to production. And Tracy monitors your runtime environment and uh, detect attacks. It's, it's interesting. I think I've heard the analogy to security in casinos, meaning you have the bodyguards in the entrance that make sure you don't have any weapon and you don't do anything uh, extremely out of the ordinary. But even once you enter the casino, you have tons of cameras and you have a lot of uh, security folks running around and making sure that everything is okay. So you need to have both. A, making sure that nobody is trying to attack immediately uh, when the image is created, let's say. And B, even if the Docker image is seems to be okay, but you do something wrong, wrong with that, maybe even a, a, you know, an honest misconfiguration that is very dangerous. You need somebody from the inside to make sure that nothing uh, bad is, uh, is happening. Yeah, you know, because one of the challenges is that the, about the things that we don't know. So think about the situation, you know, it's a Monday morning, you scan your images, everything is fine. You don't have any vulnerabilities. You deploy them in production. But, you know, now they are running in production and after a week, a new vulnerability is discovered, right? So the next Monday, 
suddenly you might have hundreds and thousands of images running in production. Now they are vulnerable. They were not vulnerable a week ago because nobody knew about this vulnerability. And now you need, you need to act very fast, right? You need to find where those vulnerabilities running in your production. You need to patch them. You need to update the versions. And it takes time. Sometimes it can take days, maybe weeks. Uh, so, you know, uh, for that, this is where runtime protection is uh, extremely useful. Uh, for those cases that, you know, you need something to protect uh, your production assets. It's, it's amazing how many risks you have in order to properly run production environments. Awesome. So you help uh, in, uh, in Docker containers and you help in Kubernetes. But let's talk more about Terraform and infrastructure as code. Uh, besides of Trivi, you also have an open source that you acquired, which is the engine of your Terraform scanning, TF, TFSEC, Terraform Security TFSEC. Tell us more about TFSEC and how it's integrated into Trivi. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I mentioned, you know, Trivi started about three and a half years ago as a vulnerability scanner for container images, right? Uh, but then what we've seen, we've seen that we have a huge community. They are leveraging Trivi. They are integrating Trivi as part of the CI, right? So every time you build a container image, you scan it with Trivi, you find vulnerabilities. But then we, we were getting requests from the community. Can you do more? Why? Because in, in cloud native environment, people are not just building container images. They are also building the infrastructure of their cloud. They are using CloudFormation, they are using uh, Terraform uh, and other infrastructure as code uh, uh, mechanisms in order to describe the cloud infrastructure and later on to deploy right, right into the cloud. So there was a big ask in the industry about how can you also check for additional security aspects? How can you check for the configuration of those cloud resources that the Terraform and the CloudFormations are generating? Uh, and that's what we did. So we, we took Trivi, we, saw, we said to our community, you're already using it, it's in the pipeline, let's add more security checks, let's add, conf let's add configuration checks. Uh, and now uh, the next step was to add into Trivi those infrastructure, infrastructure as code engines. So Trivi today can scan for uh, Terraform, ARM templates, uh, CloudFormation, um, Kubernetes YAML files, Docker files, right? And there are a lot of uh, configuration items. <clears throat> and basically the way it does that, it uses different engines. So for Terraform, we use uh, TFSEC. TFSEC is also owned by Aqua Security. It's an open source uh, project that can scan Terraform for misconfigurations. Uh, we have another project for CloudFormation. Uh, we have another project for Kubernetes, right? So, so Aqua maintains uh, all of those uh, security configuration checks uh, and the benefit to the user is that now you have uh, one step in the CI. This step can check for both vulnerabilities, secrets uh, embedded in your code, and also- uh, this, this never happens. Nobody uh, enters Nobody secrets into the code. Nobody, it never happens. Yeah, uh, but, but we see that a lot because when you now run a single scan, suddenly you get dozens and sometimes hundreds of those vulnerabilities, misconfiguration, uh, secrets. Um, 
And the next step is how do I prioritize? How do I make sure, you know, where do I focus? What do I need to fix? Yeah, I hear that often that you get tons of uh, alerts, but this is not necessarily actionable. What uh, can make it into actionable information is to prioritize and to help you focus your uh, limited limited resources. Awesome. So you mentioned TFSEC and Terraform. You mentioned CloudFormation and ARM. Just making sure that our audience is fully aware of those frameworks. CloudFormation is infrastructure as code for AWS only. ARM template is the Azure resource manager for Azure only. So basically you provide uh, support for security scanning for infrastructure as code in a multi-framework uh, situation. So you have many many users. And let's maybe talk about an example of uh, something that TFSEC or others can, uh, can, can capture and alert. Let's say I am writing some Terraform code and I'm about to provision a new EC2 instance with Terraform. Um, but uh, I want to test it uh, quickly. So I want to keep SSH open. Uh, maybe even to too many incoming IPs. Uh, this is probably not something very secure to do. What will TFSEC and Trivi will do in uh, when 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 will I get alerts? When I do something weird like that in other situations, tell us more about the value and yeah. the actual uh, you know alerts that something like TFSEC and Trivi issue. So, so first of all, uh, Trivi comes with hundreds of those uh, security configuration checks. Uh, they are based on security-based practices. They are based on uh, compliance and regulation frameworks like the CIS. Um, and what we did, we've implemented code. It's based on Rego, by the way. Uh, Rego, Rego is another. Rego, yeah. It's a, it's a language that allows us to evaluate um, uh, you know, syntax and uh, JSON or, or different formats. Uh, so what we did, we took those compliance and regulations like the CIS benchmarks, and we've implemented rego checks, right, to check each and every one of uh, those uh, best practices and requirements. It's all open source. Uh, by the way, you can go to avd.aquasec.com. It's a website that uh, has all of the security checks uh, that are open source are and are in the product. Now to your question, let's. There, there can be two use cases. One is you just did a violation to a security best practice. Maybe you opened your EC2 instance to a non-standard port, right? And maybe this is a, a known security best practices, meaning we will have a security test for it. And when you will, when you will run Trivi, we will take the cloud formation or Terraform, we will check it against all of the security best practices and we will tell you, hey, you have a violation. This is one option. The second option is that we don't have a check for what you just did. Maybe it's not a security violation. Maybe it's not something that is documented as bad practice. In that case, what we allow the users, we allow them to write their own Rego scripts, Rego checks. Uh, you can put the, the Rego check and tell Trivi to use those custom checks on top of the built-in checks that we come out of the box. And in this case, we will use the user's check and tell 
you know, and, and, and as we are scanning this uh, repository, not only the, the out of the box checks, but, but we, will, we will use the custom checks as well. Awesome, which obviously reminds me of OPA, Open Policy Agent, both for, uh, you know, writing your own policies as code. And that code is Rigo, uh, like, uh, like Open Policy Agent. And honestly, we see more and more developers using uh, policies code, writing their own policies, whether it's in Open Policy Agent or another framework like in Aquasec, uh, because eventually you have your own best practices or procedures and processes as a customer on how to do things. And you want to customize those uh, security scanning according to your processes. And this is very, very powerful and saves a lot of time or mistakes, uh, expensive, expensive mistakes later on. So I personally encourage our uh, audience to look at the policy as code mechanisms such as open policy agent, such as Trivi to write your own uh, rules and not just the default rules that uh, come out, out of the box. Um, awesome. Amir, what is next for, uh, for Aqua Security? Where uh, will you be in a couple of years? So, you know, Aqua Security, we, we are fans of open source. And, and I mentioned, you know, two of our popular, Trivi and Tracy. Of course, we have a commercial offering on top of them. So, we, uh, you know, for the commercial, we, po we provide um, an equivalent uh, dev security where, where we, we have guardrails in the development pipeline to do those checks and find uh, vulnerabilities. So we have a commercial, commercial product on top of Trivi. And the same we have for the runtime with a commercial product that can find and stop attacks, right? So, so just to mention it, uh, I can tell you that in the open source, uh, we got a lot of requirements um, to complete the infrastructure as code checks with actual cloud checks, because um, you can leverage the same CIS benchmark, the same uh, Rego checks, not only on your infrastructure as code, but also to connect to your AWS, Azure, Google Cloud account and run the same checks um, and tell the users whether they have misconfigurations uh, you know, that, that exist today, right now, in their own cloud. Uh, so we just launched a few uh, months ago uh, Trivi AWS. So you can use your AWS access key and token. You can connect Trivi to your AWS account, and you can run exactly the same checks that we have for the infrastructure as code on your actual AWS account. Uh, Azure and GCP are coming, uh, and the purpose is to allow the community basically to have a, a set of security rules that they can run both on the infrastructure as code, but also on their production cloud accounts. It's amazing to see how you uh, attack this domain end-to-end -end from shift left to uh, some other very popular areas like the cloud resources themselves in AWS, not to mention drifts that uh, happen uh, very often and some engineer with some uh, direct access to the cloud changes something without changing the code. In an ideal world, everything is happening through code, but in the real world, uh, some things are happening directly on the cloud accounts. And it's amazing to see how Aquasec is basically providing a full stack security solution 
uh, focused on developers, focused on uh, on cloud native uh, approach. This is amazing. Amir, again, it's uh, it's been a pleasure having you today as our guest. What you have accomplished in Aqua Security and uh, your upcoming plans going forward is 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 truly amazing. Also, your contribution to InfoSactures code domain, whether it's Terraform with DFSEC or uh, CloudFormation and ARM templates, and I believe you will provide more and more support as the market needs. Uh, so again, thank you for contributing to OpenSoul. Thank you for building an amazing company that helps security in, in so many places. And thank you for, for being our guest. It was very interesting listening to your story. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for our audience for joining today. Again, I'm Ohad Meislish. You can follow me at DevOps Ohad. And please also share with your friends about the IAC podcast if you want to listen more about infrastructure as code. Thank you and bye-bye, everybody.